This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. And it's always good to catch up with head coach Dave Dickinson here on Sports Talk with Jock. Hey, coach, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Good. Were you geeked out today with the, the solar eclipse, or did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, my uh, wife and kids came by with the dog and dropped mm-hmm. off some glasses. Nice. And then one pair of glasses went through our staff big time. <laughs> Seemed like Pete was out looking the most, but, you know, kind <laughs> of way it goes. Well, at least you had the glasses. That was important. What yeah, did you I heard know? Trump didn't use them. No, so. no. What was that all about? I don't know. You know, I, I, didn't get, I didn't have glasses, so I should have came by your office, but I did watch it on, on television. I didn't even know NASA had a network, and I was watching the NASA network. It, it was a pretty cool event. Yeah, like you said, it may not happen again So yeah. in our lifetime. So, uh so we were a little less efficient today in our game planning, I'll have to admit. <laughs> well, that only did last for, you know, a short period of time. Uh, but let's take you back quickly to Friday night, Coach, because, you know, you, you did the interview with Mark Steven in the dressing room here on the home of the Calgary Stampeders, and, uh, you know, you laid it on the line. You, you said it was a sloppy game. You said it was undisciplined. Uh, there was a lack of focus, not a lot of tempo in that game. You were a little bit rusty. Uh, you were lucky to win. But the other thing that you did say, you said, hey, we're not going to apologize for winning. And and that's exactly what this team did. They a way to win exactly and you know what i think um you know other teams haven't played well and you know you've been looking at uh some lopsided scores i'm not sure bc had their best stuff either though so uh we were kind of back and forth uh it seemed to me there was more i guess missed plays and actually plays made offensively you can give the defenses credit even special teams are sloppy though we had our most penalties of the year um you know so it was it was really one of our, our probably our sloppiest game to date uh, but the guys fought, believed, and, and got it done. Well, you know, it's interesting, Coach, because last time we talked a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how disciplined your football club was. And, and for whatever reason, it wasn't the case on Friday night. You took 15 penalties, which I believe is the most this season this club has taken. Uh, can you put a finger on it? I think you jinxed us. <laughs> there you go. I, really I apologize. Uh, I do think inactivity has something to do with that. You know what? We did practice that way, though, and... You know, I've, I preach a lot of times that, you know, practice matters and that, you know, we need to understand that you got to get better in practice because it translates over to the field. I truly believe that. So, you know, to me, it was good. We got the win and I'm able to actually show them that and tell these guys we got to get working and that you got to stay after in practice and that, that will translate over to games. So, you know, a lot of things we're able to correct and, and I think learn from, and yet we still got the win, which is big time important. Yeah, no, and, and you got some players back. Junior Turner, uh, it was great to see Junior Turner back in the lineup, and I know Greg Peterson selected him as our top Canadian. As a matter of fact, all Nationals, you know, won our four stars, Jerome Messam, Alex Singleton, Renee Paredes, uh, but it was nice to see Junior Turner back in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, just to see him back out. He's a passionate guy. He likes to play, and he, he, uh, you know, he was hoping to get get in Toronto for the bye. I think we did the right thing, giving him a couple extra weeks. Uh, looked like he had some jump. His conditioning was decent, so that was something I was concerned about. But I thought his conditioning was pretty good, and that sack at the end was huge for us. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Uh, we, we may as I know the fans are going to want to talk about it, so I may as well throw it on the table right now. But you know, the injury situation. First of all, uh, Charleston Hughes didn't play the second half. Yeah, I mean, he hurt his uh, quad on uh, actually Alex's interception, so you you know how early that was, second oh, yeah, okay. series. And he tried to tough it out, but he just didn't have it. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm hoping he plays. Uh, we'll get more when we get on the field. Um, certainly not a lock to play, though, but uh, okay. certainly hoping he plays. But the nice thing is you did get some you know some ends back. You know, Jagera Davis returned, Ruben Frank returned to the lineup. Uh, so that was a positive, I guess, from that standpoint. We've been... 
not lucky, but we, we, we've kind of been covering ourselves, you know, at certain positions, and we felt like with Jaguar just coming back, we'd grab an extra defensive end, and so we, we had Ruben on board. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully, Charleston is, you know, one of the best in the league, so it's not like you're going to replace him. Uh, yeah, you get your guy in there and you do your best, you got it, but it'd certainly be better if we can get him healthy and rolling. Stampeder head coach Dave Dickens and a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Here is uh, Jerome Messam talking about his injury. Going through treatments today and stuff like that. All the ligaments feel strong, so uh, nothing to, be, uh, to worry about too much. Okay, so the running back's not uh, concerned. Is the coach concerned? Well, I thought, you know, I'm always concerned. He's been fighting it a little bit, you know. Uh, all of us are sore about play, not me. But uh, I do think our players obviously have uh, bumps and bruises and nicks. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to get him he, uh, maybe day one, but I certainly would hope to have him day two. And that, if he can go by day two, we'll, we'll, we'll play him for sure. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Uh, well, the big one, and, and first of all, I'll play a clip from Bo Levi Mitchell. This was Bo after the game on Friday night. Man, uh, we, all, we all play through things, you know what I'm saying? We all have to go through things in this, in this game. Um, uh, unfortunately, I rely on a big part of my body, and, and that's, you know, hindering a little bit right now. Okay, that was a little cryptic from your starting quarterback uh, coach, uh, but you know we, we all saw him on television, you know, sort of playing with his shoulder, you know, looking like he was had a little bit of discomfort in the shoulder. Uh, uh, what can you tell us about uh, Bolivar? Uh, not too much more than what he said. Really, he's got some. Uh, he's a little bit sore. Um, they don't feel anything structurally wrong there. So, but you could tell he wasn't himself, and uh, you know we're hoping uh, the bye week he'd. He'd get to feeling better, but um, you know, like he said, it we all play through it. And he's going to do the same. He's tough. He's tough. He he doesn't ever miss games unless it's super serious. So uh, expect him back out there. And we were a little off, uh, not just Bo either. We dropped the first pass of the game. Could have been a 55-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we and we basically. I wonder what the game would have looked like because I felt like maybe we would have got going there, but. Ultimately, we started missing a little bit, and we got out of a rhythm, then we took penalties, and uh, it was a tough go for our unit. So um, we're looking for a bounce-back game this week. Well, you're bang on, because you're talking about Mark and Michelle with the drop early, and then the block punt, uh, you know, with Jagera Davis, and it was covered by Hughes, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, that doesn't turn into points, or just three points. You know, you had the Alex Singleton interception, that was only three points as well. It could have been a 21 nothing game, and it could have been a totally different outcome, Coach. Could have been, but it wasn't. So uh, you know, and we we did enough to. Uh, there were plays to be made, and we didn't make them. You know, we had a high snap, we had a high throw. Uh, you know, we had plays to be made, and we didn't make them. And when you do that, you kind of feel like you miss opportunities. You know, it's going to come back and bite you. And uh, we BC made it very difficult on it. The fight was there, though. Everybody's working hard. I mean, you're not going to be perfect every week. You're really not. You're going to work hard, though. And if you believe in yourselves and you, you think you can make a play here or there and win a game, uh, that's what uh, is so important for our team. Since you played the position, I, I would like your thoughts on this, and I'm talking about quarterback. You know, Bo Levi has that great first pass, and unfortunately it is dropped by Mark and Michelle. Probably should have been seven points. How does that affect, you know, a player's mental psyche, thinking, oh, man, maybe this is just not going to be my night, or, or does it? I have uh, the good fortune of having a short memories. So I don't even remember okay. when I played. <laughs> Let alone a situation like that. Uh, it's not important. But listen, I, I mistakes happen. I, uh, as a quarterback, I take care of what I could take care of, which is myself. And I know Bo's doing that. So, you know what? Uh, you know, Mark and to me also made an amazing catch on the sideline. So uh, a little up and down, like the rest of the team. And uh, 
I do think, though, when we go to BC, that's different lights. It really is, and hopefully a learning experience for him. So if we have to go back there, obviously we'll be a little more consistent catching the ball. Now, is Markin okay? Because I know he left the game in the uh, in the second half as well. Yeah, I believe he's fine. Uh, you know, he was, uh, or he is in the concussion protocol, though, so you never okay. know. Okay, that's not a good thing at all. Uh, we got to take a break here, Coach. We're going to come back. We've already got uh, people on the phone lines. We've got questions on the uh, text line as well. If you want to ch- chat with uh, Head Coach Dave Dickinson, this is your chance. This is your opportunity. Uh, you know the numbers. Easy to call, easy to text. Uh, one number does it all, 403-974-8255. You can give us a follow on Twitter at Sports on 770. Again, my email address is jock at Newstalk770.com. Stampeders are getting ready for the Toronto Argonauts fan appreciation game on Saturday night. You don't want to miss it. You want to be at McMahon Stadium. More with the coach, your calls, your texts when we come back on Sports Talk with Jock on News Talk 770. And yes, we do get to spend a half hour with the coach for Tom's House of Pizza, where pizza lovers feel at home. Five locations here in our city, including the Tom's House of Pizza in Okotoks. All right, we have the coach on the phone. And uh, Jamie, you have been on hold for a long, long time, right out of the shoot. As a matter of fact, you're on the air with head coach uh, Dave Dickinson. Hey, Dave, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, first, I just want to say I've been a Stampede fan my whole life, and last year was absolutely awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you for doing a great job with the injuries this year. Thank you. I, I'm going to make this quick. I, one quick question, and unless I missed something, right near the end of the game with BC, they threw the ball. Their player caught it. He bobbled it, and it landed right into the Stamps' hands. They whistled it down and called it an incomplete pass. Now, in every game I've ever watched, that would be an interception. Do you know the play I'm talking about? It was like the fourth or fifth last play of the game. Yeah, they, they actually ruled it an interception, and then they went to video review, and they, they claimed that uh, the ball made contact with the ground and moved. So one thing I'm learning as I'm getting older here is to not worry about the officiating because I got no say in how it's called. Oh, no, absolutely. And I just, so I, I, just, I just take what it is and, and go with it. It was close. Uh, I, I, I saw it live, too, and I, I thought the ball might have touched the ground, but if it doesn't move, they still could Okay, see, yeah, so I thought, in my opinion, there was no way it even hit the ground. That's why I was so, how was that not an interception? I, well, I must we would have taken that. Uh, Maybe you know what? If you don't, if you got some extra time, and you want to maybe audition for referee. I'll take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> hey, Jamie, I appreciate the uh, the call. Yeah, that was the uh, the Jameer Thurman almost interception, and they did rule that the the ground assisted the interception, so that way that was uh, overturned. Uh, the the one you know, and again, I I I think the referees do a very very good job, Dave. So I don't want to pile on the referees. Uh, the one penalty, and it was a penalty because it was contacting the kicker, but Reggie Begleton did everything he could to avoid the kicker, unfortunately. Fortunately, there was, you know, some incidental contact. That one was, a, that's one of those fine lines, I guess, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's, he's got to control his body, and, okay. and he has to know the situations. I do know that, you know, if someone blocks our player into the kicker, it's not supposed to be a penalty on us. I don't know if that was the case, though, because he blocked, but barely, and then Reggie had momentum, couldn't quite slow down. So mm-hmm. it was an unfortunate penalty. I thought Reg played hard on special teams, uh, and then bailed us out at receiver. So overall, um, you know, a young kid that was doing some good things for us. That was a tough one on us, so I agree, because at that point in the game, you know, we felt like we had just finally got the lead. We're moving a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have been nice to get the ball back, see if we could have, uh, you know, put him, put him down a little bit. 
Uh, Brad weighs in. He uh, says a question here on, uh, on actually he sends it in for the email, a question for the coach, and he says, uh, you just mentioned that Mark and Michelle going through concussion protocol. Uh, could you ask uh, Double D if uh, the Stamps have been in contact with Eric Rogers? Any chance he might consider returning north of the border? So it's, it's a question I get all the time, Coach, so I'm glad Brad brings it up. Um, Eric Rogers, what's his status? Uh, we stay friendly with Eric, uh, you know, Coach Pete there, probably the most. Um, but, you know, once he decided to go down south, we're, we wish him all the best of luck. And I, I agree that he's got to take uh, every opportunity that's been given to him. I'm not sure where he's at down there, but I also know he wasn't healthy. So, um, yeah, I'm not positive where that's at. So we deal with the guys that we, we think we have in-house or potentially are going to have in-house soon. And I really think, Eric, I'm hoping he actually gets another shot with right. the team. I'm not sure exactly what his agent or those guys are telling him. Um, you know, it, I don't think you want to not play football for two years. So uh, certainly a guy that we keep track of. But, no, we, we really haven't uh, had any talks or anything like that. But uh, I, I guess we should clarify, too. It, it's, it's, a, it's a salary cap world we live in, Coach, and he would be an unrestricted free agent. So he could technically sign anywhere, couldn't he? Yeah, but you tell me which teams have a lot of money. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think a lot of teams do. I agree. The, the teams with the most injuries probably have the money, and uh, you know that's why I think Edmonton was able to get John Chick. Um, because they have a lot of injuries, and they probably freed up some money because a lot of their higher-priced guys are on six game. And so they had some money that they could go out and get someone. Uh, we've had quite a few injuries as well. So, you know, ultimately, yeah, there might be. I don't – I'm not going to tell you I know our salary cap down to the dime, but I certainly think we probably – we're spending more as an organization, but we're probably saving more on the salary cap. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, Dave Dickinson, head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, he joins us here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, Deron Mayo, so close last week. He, you know, he practiced early, then had a little bit of a setback. Uh, you know, fans were very, very excited to see uh, you know one of your defensive captains back in the lineup. Uh, it didn't happen. Uh, he's he's on the injured list again, but only the the one game injured list. Is there a chance this week? Well, I mean, we're. We're keeping our fingers crossed, but we don't want to put a ton of pressure on on Duran because um, uh, he had a very serious injury. You know, we would have never taken him off six game if we didn't get a chance to play week to week. So, um, you know, it's he's an honest guy, he's a leader. He's not going to try to do something he can't do, though. So we'll just monitor him. Um, maybe not push him too hard in practice. And uh, ultimately, though, if he's playing, he's got to be one of our best. So that's mm-hmm. always a challenge. Uh, He's just like Junior, you know, we weren't sure how Junior react. He reacted pretty darn well. So if he gets in there, certainly um, we try to at least get him some action, special teams, all those sort of things. So. Uh, one young player that did get an, an opportunity to play the last couple of games is Tunde Adelike at, at safety. Uh, Josh Bell, of course, is out with an injury. I, I would love your thoughts on, on Tunde. How, how do you think he's done at the safety position? Well, I feel he's a pretty good player. I think he is young, and I. but I think... Um, across the league, you know, you're seeing some Canadian secondary guys play pretty well. Uh, you're seeing guys make interceptions and all this, these type of things. So I think you are – I think that position has gotten better by – first off, the Canadian quarterback's better, so there's a lot of passes. And in, in CIS, I think the DBs are obviously getting better as well. But Sunday for us, we feel um, – you know, I'll give Huff props on this one. Huff felt like he could play safety. We all thought he was a pretty good cover guy, but Huff really felt like he could play safety when we drafted him and uh he has taken that and done you know probably better than we thought um but we were hopeful and um certainly a guy that gives us depth back there i think josh should be healthy um 
you know, this week. So okay. certainly Tunde, though, did a nice job and, and represented himself very well. No, that's uh, that's obviously good. And uh, just next man up for the Calgary Stampeders has been, uh, been so important. All right, the Toronto Argonauts are here on Saturday night. It's Fan Appreciation Night. Uh, you know, the Calgary Stampeders knocked Ricky Ray out. A lot of people thought it was going to be a, you know, a six-week injury. It wasn't. Ricky Ray returned, and, and boy, that's a different Argo team when Ricky Ray is on, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I have to admit, I, I picked up the game a little bit late. It's twenty eight nothing. Now I've watched the tape, but it was uh, I was hard to fathom what the heck happened. And uh, you know, then you even watch the tape. Uh, you know, it, it was like uh, it was really fast. Montreal had a long drive the first, and then didn't get any points. All of a sudden, uh, they just couldn't do anything. So. It does show you, though, you better be ready to play. That was a back-to-backer. You saw that with SAS BC early this year. Uh, whenever you play teams back-to-back um, and you think you have have everything figured out, usually suddenly there's an eye-opener there. And uh, I thought Toronto played excellent, and uh, they'll come in here with some momentum, so we'll have to certainly uh, up our game, take care of our house. Well, and, and your house has been pretty good for your football club. It's been outstanding, as a matter of fact, for your football club, and I think this team takes a lot of pride playing at home, Coach. We do. We do, and we, uh, we've played well, but, you know, we, 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 we always feel like we need to improve each and every game, and uh, uh, we look at ourselves in the mirror, and I think our team uh, should be excited to get back on the field and, and correct some of those uh, lack of focus and details that we weren't very good at last week. On the text line, a question from Garrett. Garrett says, uh, Coach, was there any thought of putting Andrew Buckley in the game in the second half, considering the offense was a little out of sync and, uh, you know, knowing that uh, Bo was, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the ailing shoulder a little bit? So uh, that's a question from Garrett. Did you have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, no. No. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, no. nothing. Okay. Listen, it's a fair question, but... Uh, you know, you're dealing with uh, Mike, considered the best player in the league, and mm-hmm. and like you said, I I I'd go to battle with Bo any day. And right. Andrea is improving; he's doing a good job. He's ready to go, but I'm fully confident with Bo. You know, it's funny because we got that question a number of times in the post game show as well. Uh, you know, you know the you you know the player, you know the position, the doctors know the situation too. If you're if you're going to be putting Bo in in any serious jeopardy, then obviously you're going to have to take him out of the ball game. But I think right after he was playing with his shoulder, he threw you know the big pass and yep. uh, you know threw like a couple a of yards. Yeah, or, exactly. Uh, like a so fan and pirouette type of deal. Exactly. The guy, listen, he's got some soreness, but he's still bow and he's ripping it, and he's got pop. We're not worried about anything else, like going getting worse. Um, so, uh, but you know, like just like anything else, you're right. You monitor it, mm-hmm. uh, but you would you'd always rather. And Bo made the throws late. He that throw he made to Quay uh, in the tight window was a beauty, and so he you know he still made the plays late for us to win. Uh, you know, early in the season when we were talking about Rene Paredes, boy, we're not talking about him anymore, are we, Coach? We're talking about him. We're talking about him <laughs> in a good light. Yeah, exactly. Because he's done well. And, uh, you know, you know, you always always enjoy the questions, and, and I take him, you know, I listen. But, uh, you know, I've seen this before, and I, I told people that the guy, it, it takes a little while, but he's been money. And, you know, I, like you said, it's almost like an afterthought. Now, now he'll miss another kick here or there. But certainly the other thing he's doing, he's getting the ball up because uh, we had some leakage in our protection. We need to be better. But uh, Renee not only was accurate, he had good height on his kicks, so uh, he just had a good game for us. So what's the uh, the schedule this week, Coach, before I let you go? Obviously you had a day off today, which is important maintenance day for the players, and then uh, right back at it tomorrow? Yeah, we're back at it. I mean, we did get an eight-day week. We grabbed an extra day. Mm-hmm. Um, allows us. We played Toronto three weeks ago. They've changed a bunch. Uh, so we ultimately, yeah, some things are going to be different. Hopefully, like you say, the guys are ready to go. We're supposed to have a great week of weather, and we're excited for Fan Appreciation Weekend. 
Uh, looking forward to a big game. Another question just came in from John on the text line. Is there any danger of, uh, you know, looking past the Argos and looking ahead to the Eskimos? Uh, is that a message you're going to send to the players at all this week? Well, I really believe it didn't. I'm not going to say it helped that the Toronto uh, put a lick in on Montreal uh, as far as they're playing better. But it, come on, guys, we should look at that and understand there's no way you can look past this game. So uh, as coaches, players, I just don't think there's any chance of that. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to come out and play great, but I think we certainly should have got their attention, and we know it's professional football. they got a lot of talent. Toronto's got a lot of talent anyway, so we know we'll have to be uh, playing well, and, and we have to bring in, be physical, and, and play explosive. Every team has their injuries, and Anthony Coombs I think had uh, shoulder surgery today, so uh, that's a tough blow for the Argos, too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, like I say, don't follow it as much. I knew when he came out of the draft, and I know he's been playing pretty well, so like you just said, though, um, everybody's dealing with things. Mm-hmm. It's a tough, tough game. Uh, but, yeah, you never like to see guys go out and get hurt. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. I'm glad you didn't uh, hurt your eyes today. You had the right goggles to watch the uh, solar eclipse and uh, look forward to a big game against the Argos on Saturday night. Okay, catch you then. You betcha. Dave Dickinson, head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. All right, I've got a pair of tickets, actually a four-pack of tickets, to see the Stampeders and the Toronto Argonauts on Fan Appreciation Night on Saturday night. Hey, if you were listening closely, I mentioned all four stars selected by Greg Peterson, who was the top Canadian, the top Canadian selected by Greg Peterson. If you know the answer, be the first correct caller through at 403-974-8255, and you're going to win yourself a four-pack of tickets to see the Stampeders and the Argos on Fan Appreciation Night. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.